Hey everyone, it's Ariel Hawani, and I wanted to let you know that each and every week I'm part of a great program called the Ringer MMA Show. I host it alongside two absolutely brilliant minds. Their names, Chuck Mendenhall and Pete Carroll. And every Thursday, a new episode drops where we preview the weekend in mixed martial arts and react to all the biggest news. Plus, after every UFC pay-per-view, we give you a post-fight show. So, this is what you have to do. Just follow the Ringer MMA show on your Spotify app so you don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a new champion. And I'm better than you. And you know it. D-M-D. Acknowledge me. I'm hurt and I'm old and I'm tired and I work with children. Well, ding dong, hello. Embrace the vision. And we want the smoke. Lately, he just hasn't been very oozy. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide. A proud member of the faction known as the Ringer Wrestling Show. My name is Ben Cruz, and I'm a producer here at the Ringer. And with me, as always, are my tag team partners. Senior editor at TheRinger.com, Cal Davenport. And of course, the super producer here at the Ringer, Mr. Brian H. Waters, what's up, guys? Happy WrestleMania week. This is weird because is- <laughs> we're in person. Uh, it's definitely, uh, we're not seeing you on my screen. Definitely right. a better experience recording, but how was your guys' trip into LA here? I'm sleepy. Am I, am I awake right now is the real question. No, but it's good. It's good to be here. It's, uh, it's rainy today, but it's going to be beautiful by the weekend. Shouts out to... WrestleMania for hitting Hollywood. What's up, Brian H. Waters? See you smiling over there. Because I, I felt certain way with that too. Too. Uh, going this way. But uh, man, it was great. Uh, the travel in was pretty smooth. Probably the smoothest flight I've been on. Oh. It was kind of long, but uh, I got a chance to watch um, some Young and the Restless and watch the Elvis movie. So I'm sorry. Young and the Restless is still playing? <laughs> oh, absolutely. They just celebrated 50 years. Oh, it's definitely still playing. I'm just surprised. Are you an avid Young and the Restless watcher? I mean, I'm a wrestling fan, right? Uh, so it kind of goes hand in hand. That's fair. Newman is like the epitome uh, of, um, you know, being the father that's taking care of his family. <laughs> and, and Nick is the prodigal son, but Adam is like the rebellious son. So, yeah, um, so, I, have, so, I have no idea what just happened. It sounds like he's talking about Cody and Roman. <laughs> <Bell> <laughs> talking about Cody and Roman. That's right. I mean, there that, you go. That is a great segue, though, though, because it's now time to welcome our first ever in-studio guest. If I, uh, he's here live in the flesh. The Ringer Wrestling Show's authority figure, the masked man himself, David Shoemaker. Dave, welcome to Wednesday Worldwide. Thank you for having me on. Uh, you're all fired. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the show. I, I, I hope that's a joke. <laughs> how, how, how was your trip in, Dave? It was good. It was good. It was. Uh, you know, it, it's been a long time since I flew in from from the East Coast and... Good. Glad to be back. Glad we'll, to be back. Glad to be in these fancy Spotify studios. This is fancy. We all haven't seen each other in person in in like at least six months, seven months. So it's, it's always jarring a little bit uh, to, to the, see you all. The five of us. I'm counting Kerm over there in the corner. Have we ever been in the same place at the same time? No. Never. No. N- yeah, I don't think so. June last June maybe. I don't well, know. Cal wasn't around. No. Oh. 
That's true. So last time I saw Cal was in Jersey. Yeah, I've seen Brian Ace Waters outside of work more than I've seen him at work. <laughs> right. <laughs> there we go. And then right. we was together in Tennessee. The SummerSlam. Yeah, that's right. So, hey, the five of us. The Look blood, at us. The but bloodline then, is well, here. Yeah. Little Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. All right, let's kick things off the right way with some high spot headlines. And you all know the deal. I'm going to read out some of the biggest headlines going on in the world of professional wrestling. And whoever wants to tag in and let it fly, let it fly. All right, first up, Logan Paul reveals his WWE contract expires after WrestleMania 39. Yes. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. All right, let's. You're getting spicy over there, Kyle. Let's, Let's start off. I'm not like, I mean, it's Logan Paul. I I probably said this on this podcast before. I understand he can do the thing in the ring and does it very well and gets a lot of eyeballs on the sport, but I I don't care about Logan Paul to begin with. So that's right. You are. It's been, it's been nice. Anti Logan. It's been nice. I hope, uh, I hope he, he, he loses gracefully. At Mania, and and that's it. Go go run your podcast. Go sell. What is it? Prime. He's got stuff to do. Get out of here. Imp- yeah, impulsive. So you, you're done. You're good off Logan Paul. I've, I've been done since the uh, the the frog splash into the table. That that was it. Like he could have left on that. Oh jeez, is that harsh? It's. Well, I don't know if it's harsh. I mean, listen, I, I I'm I'm a fa- I, I'm exactly the opposite. I think okay. in both directions. One big fan of Logan Paul as a WWE wrestler. <laughs> But I'm sort of completely like nonplussed by this story. He's not a full time right. performer, right? right. He's not, I mean, I know wrestlers are all you know independent contractors, quote unquote, anyway. But like this dude's just like a special attraction. It would shock me if his contract wasn't up after WrestleMania. Well, right? that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I was just looking. It's he signed a multi event contract June of tw- two thousand or June of twenty twenty two. So yeah, this makes sense. He's done multiple events. What more does he need to do? I hope he sticks around. I mean, I think he's, he's, he, I wish he would do more, frankly. I, I mean, I, I don't need more special attractions, you know, in the world, but I think he's, he's, he's been, he's been, uh, he's been a good contributor. Well, I, but I, I guess that's the thing. It's, it's, it, if he's around more, how long is more often? Is it longer than, is, is it a stretch from Mania to SummerSlam? Like what, what, cause I, he's not vying for a title, is he? Would you give him an intercontinental You're right. title? I mean, we're getting at the point where it's like, if he's that good, then why isn't he doing something bigger? And the answer is just sort of like scheduling. Yeah, the answer is he's not a full-time wrestler. And then does that kayfabe? Is that, I mean, they're doing a thing. If they're they're working that into the storyline here with Seth, right. obviously. You got Becky Lynch out there making comments about how she, she doesn't she like, doesn't like him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's it, there's only so far you can push that stuff though. We saw it with MJF over in AEW and all these other. It's like how 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 much can you really really like twist that that is it real or is it not? Exactly. Like exactly. it's it's tough. Brian, where do you fall on the Logan Paul? I mean, he don't bother me. He's there. Uh, you know, for Seth Rollins, somebody who's had an incredible year, he's been putting on good matches. I like him getting this match just for the simple fact that Logan Paul has a lot of YouTube subscribers, so more right. people are going to know who Seth Rollins is. So that's why I thought, like, if he can take his platform and elevate people in the WWE universe, then I'm fine with it. Yeah, if he, I mean, Kyle, tell me this. If he was, like, he, it's better to have a guy that can go as a part-timer than like Shaq or oh, something or indeed. like or like uh uh who is the sumo wrestler? Oh man. What was his name? The big sumo cha- did he ever wrestle? I don't even know. WrestleMania <laughs> twenty? Yeah. The but but yeah uh, Aki Bono. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But like it's better it's better to have a guy who can like come in and be like, well that was at least like a top three match of, of the night or of something than, than to have a guy who's just there for the spectacle, right? Uh, but, you know, I, indeed. And I mean, I, I I will say, it's not like I hated his match with Roman. I liked his match with Roman. He, he gave it his all and, and he was able to pull off some dope stuff. But it's, I think my thing is, and it's, it, it's a me problem. My brain has already been broken from, you know, what Logan Paul has been doing before he set foot in WWE. So I'm, I'm already coming at, at him with a lot of baggage. So I, I, I don't want to say I apologize, but I understand what, that's <laughs> what it is, where, where my attack is. You, with you didn't is. like the, the injury angle that he was putting out there. I, I, well, I mean, it's, I was, I'm going to say like, you know, is how, how many bones is he going to break after wrestling Seth Rollins? It's believable when it's, Roman freaking reigns, but when it's Seth freaking Rollins, I mean, what, he's going to have to crash through something for him to, <laughs> you know, fracture his elbow, fracture his, I don't know. He, he had like 15 broken bones. He had ice packs all over him. Like, what are we doing? 
I mean, that might be a he banger. He did blow out his knee and then come back in five seconds, right? Literally. Yeah. Yeah, he claimed that he'd torn all the ligaments in his knees. Uh, ACL, MCL, PCL, all of it. So I don't... <laughs> he went to the LeBron James of ACL. Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's, maybe, a great, maybe, that's a great maybe, NBA joke. Maybe it would be, <laughs> be the Logan Paul of ACL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. Also, just for, for betting odds, uh, they've shifted aggressively. So when they opened, according yeah. to some betting odds I've seen, mm-hmm. the WWE betting is not legal yet. Uh, Seth Rollins now minus 450. Favorite for this match, really? Logan Makes Paul. Sense. Logan Paul opened at minus two hundred. So is that contract talk? Everything I think so. Yeah. Here's I, the thing, though. This is this goes with the injury because I'm. I'm I, this is the part that bugs me. I don't care about the injuries. I mean, it's all part of selling or whatever. I guess I do hate that it gets picked up. That's the thing. Is it just becomes this this whole news cycle. But I don't care about Logan Paul's contract. I really don't. <laughs> I really don't. If you want to, like, like, and, and this is a blanket. You can make this blanket statement about like AEW, and we have, and we do. I'll care about one work shoot contract gimmick at a time. Right? right? You gotta That's use fair. it sparingly. <laughs> and, 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 I don't, and I don't know what, I don't, is, I don't, is there another one in WWE? I, I don't know if there even is, but I don't give a shit about Logan Paul's contract. <laughs> like, that is not the appropriate time to use it. Oh, Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. Like, Brock, Brock Lesnar. we'll talk about Brock's contract situation. Right. Okay? I'm not, I refuse to talk about anybody else. Indeed. Indeed. That's a, that's a, that's a great way to kind of end that headline and move on to next up on High Spot Headlines. There's a couple of rumored surprise appearances, and I just wanted to pick your brains on which one you're, you'd be most excited to see. And Power Rank, there's, there's four guys that are rumored to be coming back. Um, Matt Riddle, AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Big E. Now, I don't know if the Big E one is in a wrestling manner or if he's just going to show up on the show, but those are the four names that there's some rumors out there that they could be making a surprise appearance who who's the most exciting to you to come back? Wow, man! I, I think the most exciting, to be honest, which was Matt Riddle, because it felt like it's a lot left on the table with him. I feel like AJ Styles. Fortunately, we've seen him do it all. Biggie, we've seen him do it all as well, and there's always going to be that concern about his health, no matter which way you look at it. Shinsuke Nakamura is a wild card because. You want to see him do more, but it's also like, uh, will he ever like break through? So Riddle, you kind of know what's coming. It's just a matter of time. So I think he would be the most exciting. Cal? Um, I, I hear you on the Biggie uh, injury angle, but I think for me, mm-hmm. Biggie returning would be the, 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 the biggest deal. Probably followed by Riddle, because uh, I think like you said, I mean, I, for, for some of the reasons you said with, Rid- uh, with Riddle, I think Big E works because, I mean, Big E lost the title and then was kind of in a in a limbo, like, you know, in a tag situation. He was on the back burner for a bit. And I, I feel like there was still some 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 gas left in the tank. Um, so, yeah, I would go Big E, Matt Riddle, uh, probably Nakamura for being a wild card and AJ Styles last only because. AJ is just, you could put AJ in anywhere. I've seen him do it all as well. Um, it, it, it wouldn't be that big of a surprise for me. Dave? Are we not counting Randy Orton anymore? Are we just assuming he's going to be back? That was a question I, I was going to bring up, yeah. We, I mean, you can throw him in off the board. Randy Orton, number one. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't, I'm just going to like get into such a hole if I explain myself. Uh, Orton, AJ, Nakamura, Big E Riddle. That's my order. I like it. So you're 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 done with uh, RK bro. That's <laughs> what you're saying. I'm so you're, done you're, with RK. <laughs> I love that. I love that. That's. I mean, I'm a I'm a Big E stan, mm-hmm. so he's at the top of my list. I I also don't know his wrestling status. Like that is obviously that injury that he suffered was horrific, and right. you know I'm glad. Oh yeah, that yeah. He's, I'm, he's I'm good. assuming he's not he's not going to be working. Yeah, and that if he were if he were, I would put him higher on the list. Right. I, I think it's. Um, but to see him there would be great. I don't know. I don't think I have any inside information on this. <laughs> uh, I, but I, I'm not expecting to ever see him wrestle again. I mean, that injury he suffered was nuts. Well, the way he talks about him, he's kind of like, "I'm good." What was the no, last thing? Was I'm seems good. to be at peace. It's not. You're you're absolutely right. The way he talks about it, and more than that, for me, it's when he does pop up, he's doing ambassador work for WWE. Yeah, he's he's doing. The stuff that you do when you're like figuring out your next role with the company. Gotcha. He's doing a lot of the NIL stuff yeah. with them and, you know, shepherding all the, which that of course new he class could be doing in. otherwise, but that's just the overall vibe that I get. Yeah. I mean, 
are we are we bummed about that? I don't not to bring this conversation down, I mean, but yeah. I, I'm I'm severely bummed because yeah. you know his his title run was it was kind of mediocre, honestly, and that was just kind of the booking. That was that was nothing at E, but I mean he never really got that shine. I feel like, like Kofi. I feel like he obviously some, the way he, it ended for Kofi was awful with with Brock the Brock you, squash. You look but, on the bright side with these things. If you'd known two years before he got hurt that that was going to happen, I don't think he would have booked it a lot better. You know, I mean, it's he he got he got a lot of what everybody dreams about getting, yeah. and more than anything else, everybody in the every wrestling fan in the world loves him. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody yeah. wishes he could yeah, keep yeah. going. That's kind of all you could want as a wrestler. But I, but it's 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 but yeah, we're bummed. We're always going to be bummed. Right. That's a very rational take, Dave. And <laughs> Gotta be. It's 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 a it's a good take though. Last one here on High Spot Headlines. Apparently, FTR oh. is very interested in the way WWE is booking Cody Rhodes, and this this kind of goes back to some contract uh, contract talk that Dave was talking about earlier with Logan Paul. But obviously, FTR, the rumors have been swirling for a while uh, that they've been looking elsewhere outside of AEW, and and now it looks like they're. They're enjoying the way Cody's being booked, and and could they be back? I mean, I think part of this is, and I mean, it's stuff that's been put up on the ringer.com and in a number of articles about, especially uh, shouts to Cameron Hawkins' piece on uh, on Dax Harwood from last year. Um, the landscape of WWE looks a little different now than it did when they were there. Mind you, they were still feuding with the Usos, but feuding with the Usos in 2023 looks a lot different than it did, you know, however many years back. So yeah, I, I think with a Triple H and with the way things are going over there, looking at that, assuming they would get a Cody Rhodes look, yeah, it probably looks glorious. What's the tag team situation over there outside of uh, the Usos though? It's, it's, FTR is going to be doing a lot of uh, heavy lifting for, for a lot of people over there. Well, on that though, I mean, you bring up the Usos. Isn't that more of, wouldn't that be more of the draw for FTR? Because, you know, the Usos being obviously in this bloodline storyline with, with KO and Sammy, you know, their whole FTR's whole thing when they were with WWE the first time was, you know, can we make tag team wrestling a main event right. storyline? And I mean, obviously Cody's been, Cody's been great, uh, you know, and, and, you know, he's, he's going into this big match on, on the weekend, over the weekend, but I mean, I'd be looking more at the way they've been booking the Usos because that, that shit's been fantastic. <laughs> well, I, I guess because there's, there's, there's always a question like the Drew McIntyre thing, right? Where, you know, you're with WWE, you get released, you, you, you shine when you're away and then you come back. Um, if, if there was going to be a time where WWE was, was planning on making tag team wrestling matter, bringing in an FTR and having that happen now would make sense. And I think the, the, them holding three major titles outside of WWE would, would do a lot to bolster doing something like that. But again, it's hard to tell what the situation is out there to even assume that that's possible. right now. That's the thing though. Like they want to make tag team wrestling cool. And at the end of the day, it's still expensive. And that's the main right. thing you hear. It's expensive, and especially with WWE being a company that you're going to see people on the Today Show and everything. I'm looking like, yeah, y'all can be interested in how they book Cody Rose all you want. I don't mean y'all getting some of that juice, right? Right. Couldn't I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Like, I think that I, I don't. I I, I think that they could do great in WWE, and I, and it would be fun to see him back. It's fun. It would be fun to see them working in AEW. You know, more mm-hmm. than like twice a year. Um. But if you com- your comparison, Ben is right. Talk, you got to look at the Usos. But the question I think is, I mean, I don't have any, I don't have the stats in front of me. But like, how many TV matches have the Usos worked in the past year? Not, not, not fifty two. Yeah. Right. All right. Yeah, yeah, Certainly yeah. not one hundred and four. Yeah. Right. You know. And what's made them so great and significant is that like we care about them when they're just standing behind Roman and not saying anything, right? Sure, yeah. What yeah. is the FTR version of that? And will FTR be okay with that? Because like you're saying, they're trying to make tag team wrestling cool and matter. And so if you're not, are they going to just stand behind Cody Rhodes and be like a insider-outsider faction? Are they going to be good with that? Are they going to be good with being part of something else? Are they going to be good with fig- of not, uh, f- filling space until the next match that matters can happen? Or do they just want to go out there and like, you know, put on work rate matches three times a month. You know, it's, are they going to be able to get their rocks off doing house shows? Like, like right, they, there's a lot right, of questions, man. Right. 
I mean, do you think that they've kind of filled that cup that they wanted to just put on bang? I mean, they've had a bunch of bangers, right? With the Briscoes and everything. Like, yeah. maybe they just want to come home, well, sure. if you will. Totally you know? different question. But yeah, yeah. I, I, think that that's, I think that that's totally feasible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is usually where we do They Said What, but w- since we have Dave in, in the studio with us, we're, we're going to keep the conversation going. But before we get to a break, Dave, we've called out a bunch of people on They Said What. We've called out you. We've called out Kaz. We've called out Greg, Dip, Rosenberg. Is there anything that we've said oh, <laughs> on the <no>. show <laughs> where you've been like, they said what? You know? Where God, there's, in there's your head. lots of stuff. Oh, good. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't have an answer, though. I'm not prepared for this. That's okay. What is the most? What, what, Be- what because just- all our takes are correct. Is that what you're saying? No, your takes are terrible, but I don't. I don't What's the most egregious? Is, is, is there something Brian said? What's the most egregious <laughs> take on, on the pod so far? I don't know, dude. I don't. The, it's got to be something Brian said, not me. <laughs> not I, me. All, I, this wasn't on this show when Brian was talking about his love for her love for um, <laughs> Brutus the Barber Beefcake. That's all I can think of on the Mass Match. That's all I can think of when I th- look at Brian now. That's fair. Just like doing you the can include that. Look, Brutus Brutus the Barber Beefcake was the man. He was a legend. That's the reason why he's the WWE Hall of Famer. Cal, who who is your irrational childhood favorite? My, uh, it's oh God, it's always Bad News Brown. He he never held any major titles in WWF. He, I mean, the the gimmick really didn't make any sense with the Karate Man. But anytime he came out there with the fist up and he had the Ghetto Blaster as his yeah. finisher, golden forever. That's true, Ben. Road Dog. <laughs> See you, young Road Dog. I, I'm not that I, young. Know, I, just, I stand by. I think all of my. I surprising like when I was a kid I was like I was a big fan of like Mr. Perfect and Randy Savage or Randy Savage wasn't that un- unusual but when he was a heel I, you know I I like some of those dudes and it didn't make a lot of sense at the time but in retrospect it's like well of course they were the best and like I'm the cool for liking them yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. but it, but the the one of the highest moments for me as a wrestling fan when I was a kid was when the young stallions won or sorry not the young stallions when um uh Strike Force won the tag team championships. Tito Santana and Jim Powers. Mm-hmm. I, my dad was waiting on me to rake leaves, and I ran out of the house, <laughs> fist pumping and jumping in the air. Oh, and you rake love, those leaves. I rake the hell out of those leaves, man. Um, that it's yeah, but it's moments like that. To, uh, that's still not as bad as being a Brutus the Barber beefcake. That's a good one. The music and the scissors. Oh, the hedge clippers. With the strut? Yeah, the strut. Strut better than Ric Flair. Wow. All right. I just just (laughs) wanted it to be fair because we've been been taking our liberties. No, no, you guys keep doing what you do. In in throwing, not not shade. I think we're just, we're asking the question. That's Mm -hmm. going to be the thing. Every 11 episodes, invite somebody else to call us out. Yeah. I just just wanted to see if Dave had some stuff in the holster where he was like, my God. I got nothing in the holster. You guys are doing great work. He's he's just writing down all of our takes and just waiting to (laughs) chastise us. I have, I have a freezing cold takes Twitter account. I'm gonna yeah. launch. It's just you guys. <laughs> like they're like, who is this Twitter troll? It's just me. Yeah. Two in the morning. Type Wednesday of. worldwide. Yeah. 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 Well, on that, before we get to some other WrestleMania chat with Dave, let's take a quick, quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience—the formula for winning championships—is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. 
When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. And we are back. Uh, I wanted to have a very specific conversation with the four of us because on on Masked Man on Monday, uh, you, you guys were doing some reflecting uh, a lot of thanking of Dave, by the way. So, mm-hmm. Dave, by the way, uh, thank you for <laughs> for the opportunity here. We're about uh, half an hour in. I just want to make a note. It took that long to get to the thank you. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate you. Hey, yeah. you fired us at the beginning. Yeah, you you did, was, yeah, we, you fired us. Maybe I should have been a hint. You should, <laughs> I mean, he brought us back with Dave. Sorry, said, what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, the turtles, the, the chocolate turtles will be coming up later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But in that reflecting, uh, you guys brought up you know, the Cody Rhodes interview oh, last yeah. year. At Mania backstage, mm-hmm. um, so I had just started here at the Ringer, so I was losing my mind just seeing that pop up on my feed because obviously we had just seen his match, you know, against against Seth, and wanted to have this Cody Rhodes conversation because it seems like we're heading into that era, like the Cody Rhodes era. Uh, okay, you know whether he he wins this weekend or not. I mean, and it, it's it's been a year since you know you had the. The very first interview after Cody Rhodes got back mm-hmm. uh, in WWE, and, and kind of a, a two-parter here. Uh, as a whole, how how successful do you think his return has been? And and then I guess second, let's say he becomes champion this weekend, and that that era officially kicks off. I mean, what do you think the next few months? And even kind of looking out even further, like year look like for him? Because I mean, is 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 there a heel turn coming or do they kind of keep this this clean cut baby face thing going with him? I mean, I know it's kind of like four questions in one, but I just really wanted to get your thoughts on, on how it's been for him so far. Um it's a really good question. I think that uh I mean we interviewed Cody right after WrestleMania last year, it was a wild experience. We talked about it. I've talked about it before. I don't need to go into too much detail. I do though. When I talk to people about Cody, um, I talk, what always comes up is like what a pro he is like outside of the ring. We all, I mean, can make draw our conclusions that he's a pro inside the ring too, but like, there's a reason why I don't know what, I don't know why we got that, that opportunity, but there's a reason why WWE PR was like, we can trust Cody Rhodes pouring sweat after a match to go back into a locker room and sit down and like, do the, do this job. Right. And he's just a, I mean, he is a, I think I've said it this way before for a company that is increasingly sort of professionalized, right. With like the sort of Nick Khan era of WWE and the PR department, everything for people that have like been working in real sports and real, like outside media for years and years, Cody is just like the dream employee. I mean, so is Roman Reigns. Like, there's a lot of other people too, but like Cody is like, like Cody is like your dream NFL quarterback. Like he know he like he's 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 when when someone puts a mic in for for, for PR purposes, you put a mic in front of him, put a camera on him. He's the right amount of personable, engaging, honest, dishonest. Like he's got the whole thing lined up. Um, but part of what that goes to say is that like. Cody's just sort of Cody, man. There's not like, he's not putting up a, putting, if, if he's putting up a front, he is like the best operator in the history of the world. And that is then not a front. He's just a, you know, whatever. I find it really hard to imagine Cody, like, like making a decision to turn Cody Rhodes or to make Cody Rhodes something different than he is. I think that we saw, there's a lot of John Cena in this. I think we saw heel Cody Rhodes in AEW. And I think that, that's what if that ever happens in WWE and it probably will, it'll be a similar thing. It'll be a thing where like six months later, we're like, oh yeah, Cody's been the best the top heel in this company for six months, but like no one's acknowledging it, right? He's not gonna do he's not 
he's not doing anything super heelish. He's just going to be the guy that you don't re- that, that thinks he's a baby face and he's a heel. Well, you you made an interesting mention there about him being kind of like a dream person outside of the ring. What are your thoughts about him in this lead up to WrestleMania 39 now as the dream? Is he how close is he to being a dream opponent for Roman Reigns? Well, I think that's a big question for the next say the next three months. Okay. No matter what happens at WrestleMania, he will be, he will continue to be at the top of the card. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter what happens at WrestleMania, the sort of bloodline storyline will also be a major going concern, presumably involving Sammy and KO, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, we, you could all imagine a world where Cody's the champ and like Roman versus Jay is back, you know, as a as a major match that's sort of separate from that. I think that they're going to continue to have the same issue that they've been having, they've been dealing with for the past several months, which is how do you make Cody matter that does in a way that doesn't just di- distract or detract from the bloodline angle. Right. And I think it's going to be a little bit inversed because Cody's going to be so instituted at the top. Now, how do you continue to make the bloodline angle matter in a way that doesn't seem like we're just like. To, they sh- they can't be over involved, I guess. Right? right. We've I think by Wrestle, I mean at, after WrestleMania, either Cody will have a win over Roman or vice versa, and that'll that'll they can milk that. Mm-hmm. But they've already milked everything they can out of Dusty Rhodes. You know they've 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 done all they can really do with you know Cody Rhodes and Sammy and KO being you know having a backstory. I mean they'll continue to. There's rumors that there's going to be a tro- you know a three on three match at at Backlash. I mean I'm not saying they wouldn't do that. I'm right. just saying, but like how do you keep the bloodline as vibrant as it is without feeling like you're leaning on Cody Rhodes too much. And how do you make Cody Rhodes matter when the bloodline's doing something else? Or like, you know, at the moment, it goes to what we were saying about FTR. Cody Rhodes isn't going to stand in the background saying nothing, although he might stand in the back (laughs) grinning at the TV screen. (laughs) How do you make make Cody Rhodes matter? How do you, it's not just Cody. How do you make everybody matter when they're not the most important thing that's going on on the screen at that moment? You know? And I think that's going to be part of the balancing act with Cody, but that's part of doing the job. And they've done a pretty good job of it in WWE for the past several months, better than I think any of us could have predicted, you know? So I, I don't know. I, we, I've been doing temperature checks on a, like every episode of the Masked Man show. So can I just butt in and do one? Yeah. Who Oops. do you think is going to win in the main event at WrestleMania right now? You've got to put all your money on it. Cody. Roman. Roman. Kerm? I'll go Cody still. Where are you at? I'm the closer we get to WrestleMania, the more I'm on Roman, but I'm, but, and so I'm, I'm still leaning Roman, but, I, but I'm more Cody than I was the last time I asked myself this question. The past couple of days, for some reason, I've had a, I've had a Cody upswing in my. Is it because you saw the betting odds? No, I didn't see the betting odds. Are they, were they really pro Cody? Yeah, it's pretty. He- like, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but, and the line on this has not changed. He's a minus 550 Jesus. right now to win, which is a, a much bigger favorite than I thought he'd be. Right. So, so wait, what? what how are people betting? Right? Can I just indulge me in my idiocy now? <laughs> there, How there are, are people betting at this moment in time? There are lines on certain websites. No, but can you? Is it is it like a fifty dollar cap bets that we're talking about or whatever? It's there's I'm, no free plugs here, but there's a, there's a betting website that is very reputable that has these lines, and you but can. But there's put, a limit to how much you can bet. I doesn't seem I to think be. that oh, there, really? there might be. I mean, I I, I have actually guess, placed these bets. I'm not that much of a degenerate. Yeah, uh, but put some down right now. No, I'm just kidding. Don't I, do it. Don't I, do it. I might after because <laughs> since Dave is now on the on the Cody episode. <laughs> well, I, mean, I guess I guess my question, and this is getting really into betting weeds. I don't know how to bet or whatever, but like, if there's a limit to how much you can bet, does that affect the way that the casino? puts the odds on public teams or in this case public wrestlers like you would assume there's a lot of people who want to bet Cody Rhodes because he's a baby face right so you may so you you would want to give them better odds whatever but like if there's a limit does that affect I don't know I I think that I think that Cody is um I think Cody's going to get a lot more action because people are going to want to people want to see a baby face win that's the that's the thing with betting on pro wrestling you know especially the Cody fans yeah especially at Wrestlemania with this story yeah, but no, I think that I feel like uh, I think I'm I'd put my money on Roman, but I but I'm a little bit more Cody today than yesterday. <sighs> so let's say we move forward with Cody as champion. We all know I don't want that to happen right uh-huh. now. I want to see him as champion, just not right now. But let's say he wins the championship. Who are three people that you think he could have a strong program with at the top of the card? Me? Mm-hmm. Well, Rollins, obviously. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and by the way, when you're asking about Cody, this is what makes Cody super interesting. I used to always say John Cena was never going to be your favorite wrestler, but he was the guy that your favorite wrestler stood next to to seem important. Yep. Right. Um, Cody is not exactly that, but like, I don't know. I don't think Cody's going to change. I don't think his personality is going to change at any point over the next year. But I'm super interested to see how Seth Rollins' personality is going to change if he's in another two-month, three-month feud with Cody Rhodes, right? Because yeah. Seth Rollins has the opportunity to evolve right before our eyes, and Cody Rhodes will be a good pivot point for that. So um, I would love to see Rollins. Uh, who else? Who? Um, Randy. Randy's a, I mean, Ooh, Randy Randy's got good. a lot of built-in stuff. I'm not like super over the moon to see that feud take place, but like it would be good, and it would, you know, their matches. There's a history fine, there. Yeah. I, I feel like and they are ready the built-in story. I think is there. I would love to see Cody Brock. Mm. I have no idea why because I just don't know how that would look. Because <sighs> Cody's, you you want to see Cody get demolished? Brock's going to straight brutalize that man. Wouldn't that be great if Cody won like super clean at WrestleMania, <laughs> and then Brock just <laughs> just like squash him, decapitates at, him, at, like, yeah. raw the next night? Yeah. Um, that would look like Co- no, Brock Seth. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and God, who would be who? Who are some other ones? Um, I think that babyface. I mean, you could imagine Cody versus like Finn. If Finn wins at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. they could just sort of oh. like push that whole. I mean, th- th- I think it would take a little bit more work than a WrestleMania win. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. It's it, it is a really interesting question because Cody is so high up there. Yeah. Well, with Finn, you have to eventually get the judgment day to want the most important championship. Right. You know, especially well, the way that I was, I was fantasy him, yeah. booking last week. Man, what if Ripley wins? And then you sort of then you they sort of can say, well, we have the top. We have a top championship. They, they yeah. top championship but then it becomes all this internal tension. Does eventually like Finn need to prove himself? Yeah. Or does he leave the crew? Like whatever. <laughs> um, good. I wouldn't mind saying. I'll tell you what I would love would be Cody versus Edge. Let Edge turn heel somewhere down the line or even just like work it the way it is. I mean, those are, I, that, that feels like a mat. I mean, I wish everybody could see Curve's face. And also, but, no, but no. I just feel like Edge might try and put him in the blender in a promo. <laughs> I feel like anytime Edge gets on a promo, like at least when he was a heel with last year with, uh, or two years ago, with Roman and, and Brian Daniels. And I feel like he, he spit like a lot of real shit. I don't know if we're ready to see that with, with, with Edge and Cody. I'm not sure. What do you think he's going to say? Mm, actually, then again, Roman is, Roman has actually talked that. Shit. So <laughs> Roman, I don't know if yeah, already gone there. Worse, but I, I would love to see the promos. Let me just say that. Okay, if I have to make, I'm not going to say Brock. I don't think the Brock thing would actually happen, or at least it's not going to happen like immediately. If I'm going to do my top three of things that could conceivably happen, mm-hmm. it would be Seth, Gunther, mm-hmm. and going to take a flyer on heel heel Drew McIntyre. Mm, heel Drew McIntyre would be. Although it's, I'm not, we're not just talking about like I hate you fans. Like we, we need a real rebuild with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, no, 100%. I noticed you left Dominic Mysterio off. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I love what they're doing with Dom, and I love what Dom is doing. I mean, he's a freaking top flight performer. I, I, it, this is what they do, how, how they sort of pivot out of whatever right. they're doing with Ray is going to be a. I mean, this isn't like they, like I'm, like I'm talking about the way they book the main event scene. This isn't just like a creative thing. There's a, you know, the level that he's at right now. Compared to like the question marks for the path forward, it's a pretty big gap, right? right? And it's uh, it's an unusual situation they're mm-hmm. in, but it's but yeah, it'll be fun to see. Before before we move on to uh, NXT and, and Dynamite, you you brought up the Bloodline and, and the Usos as well. This is the first time I'm actually seeing this betting line. I just wanted to see what you guys thought of it. So the the tag match has a new betting line. Obviously, this this match just came to fruition a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Who who would you say is the favorite? Before I say anything, Cal. Sammy, Kevin. Okay. Brian? Oh, it's Sammy, Kevin. Dave? Yeah, Sammy, Kevin. I mean, yes. Would you all say they're heavy favorites or like barely? I'm going to say barely. I say they're heavy favorites. I would assume just ba- like what is the what is the betting line? Yeah, I would assume that KO and Sammy are heavy betting favorites. It's they're the heaviest favorite really? on yeah. this entire card. Minus 3,000. Wow. To win. Uh, so you put a hundred dollars now. Oh. That works. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. It means you got to you got to bet, bet that to win a hundred. Oh man, yeah. I was I was thinking. All right. So how much is the Usos? That's what I was thinking. The bet Usos are plus eight hundred. Oh, so, you put so you, yeah, you okay. bet a hundred to win eight hundred. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that's not a bad bet. Uh, because anything could happen. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think that, I think that it's logical. I mean, I think that even in a vacuum, those are, that's the most like, it probably has the most disparity between fan love, hate. Like, I don't think that there's any, there's going to be any match that where the fans are more unified in support and just like exuberant support for the baby faces. Yeah. But also just in terms of the shoot stuff, the, every, all the smart fans are like, well, they owe this to Sammy. You know, they <laughs> like after everything else, like this, this is, this is, you know, there's sort of more outside the ring stakes in that match than there are in anything else, right. you know, and, and WWE then in a real way has to prove to the fans that they weren't just like, you know, like just jerking us around with Sammy for all those months. Right. I mean, this is the real like finish the story kid type thing, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it, I know Michael Cole put that on on Cody, mm-hmm. but Sammy might be the actual finish the story guy. Uh, and and almost literally, like if they if they announced on SmackDown that that Cody Roman is going to open on on Sunday and that the tag match is going to close, I would not be terribly shocked. I'd be surprised. Yeah, but yeah, I would, yeah. that I don't, that's it's not out of the question. I mean, that wouldn't strike me as some like like untouchable thing, right? Yeah. All right, before we get out of here, let's uh, let's hit on last night's NXT. And tonight's upcoming Dynamite, uh, let, let's you know each pick the biggest thing that stood out to us from NXT, and then we can talk about one of them more in depth. Cal, kick things off for us. What was your biggest NXT takeaway? I was talking about on the ride over to the studio to record with y'all, which is weird. Um, the, the the promo package between Carmelo and Braun, realizing that they were in the same uh, next in line group uh, two years ago, February, mm-hmm. uh, it, it was was the biggest thing to me. Brian, what do you have? Roxanne Perez and Shawn Michaels conversation. Mm. Okay. Both interesting. All right, I'm just going to... Dave? <laughs> NXT, well, what do, do I, you have? Do I have to pick another one? I mean, I... Like, no, no, you, if, you, if, you if you have, have a same, same one, yeah. if you have a samesies, feel free to rock with it. Um, I thought it was a good show overall, but just for the sake of being different, I'm very, intru- like, I'm very into Axiom and Indy Hartwell getting these, op- getting looks for the big show. Mm-hmm. I thought that in different ways. I thought that Andy Hartwell was a potential odd person out in the new era of NXT. It felt a lot like she was, I don't know, like I, uh, it wouldn't shock me if she kind of got like bumped up to the main, main roster rosters, and forgotten yeah. about there too, but like, w- like prematurely bumped up to the main roster or whatever. Um, and even some of the way that they booked her in those early days felt like they weren't quite sure what they were doing with her. It's good to see that they, that they're, you know, that they're given that look. Uh, and then Axiom, Axiom's almost like a make good. Axiom's like a micro version of Sami Zayn. Axiom's like, okay, we brought you over. We made you wear this mask. We gave you all these promo packages. Dude, they could have just let that disappear two months ago. You know, they could have. And and it would have been the wrong decision. If he's a good wrestler. He's fun to watch. I mean, he's a great wrestler. A-Kid is freaking amazing. Uh, it's a fun character. Let's just keep riding with it and see what we can get out of it, you know? And I, and I think that he'll be... Um, I think he's a real, real asset for them. And and NXT, it's like they everything's so Technicolor, you know. The, the, this I don't even know what, what version of NXT we're in, but he, you got to do something crazy to stand out. And that silly ass gimmick may be the thing that works, you know. Mm-hmm. With it. Yeah, I mean, him in that five man or that that five man match this yeah. Saturday is going to be incredible. Indy, I, I say this to you. What do you think, Indy Hartwell, as a member of Damage Control? Does that do anything for you? I think I had never thought about it. I think that would be perfect for her. Because she has a little bit of that, um, like high school mean girl look, not vibe. She doesn't seem to be particularly mean. She seems very nice, <laughs> but 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 but, but, she, but, yeah. but I could see her. I could see her standing in the back and like giving like comical, like sour pusses when like you know faces when when Bailey's cutting a promo or something. I think that could be great. Yeah. Uh, so Cal, you brought up Carmelo and and Braun and. Obviously, everyone who know, who listens to this show knows that this is a Carmelo Hayes stand podcast, and and will continue to be. Um, I was asking myself this last night as I was watching: Am I more interested in Grayson Waller, Gargano, than I am in Brown Breaker, Carmelo Hayes going into into stand and deliver? I think the the. the- the way they've been building Grayson going in the stand and deliver is got, I, you're, that's not the first I've heard that. I've seen a lot of people, uh, uh, make similar comments about Grayson Waller over the last couple of weeks. Um, 
I'm still waiting for that Carmelo Hayes title win. So um, I, no disrespect to anybody and any of that stuff, but um, I, I just I can't see right now. I can't see that being over uh, whatever happens in Melo Braun, but. It, it was just a feeling. I, I'm not saying that's how I'm, I'm there. I think uh, I think they've been doing good work. They've been doing good work with that stuff, and I'm kind of surprised because Grayson Waller wasn't somebody I was initially into like that. Well, they done they've done great work with that feud. Yeah, but I think more centrally, the problem with Braun and Mello, which I'm super looking forward to, is that uh, it's not about the match. Right. The most right. interesting thing about that match is what happens after Afterwards, the match. Afterwards, yeah. yeah. Who's the, is there a new champion? Is someone getting called up? Or they both get like that's what and, and so it makes you sort of you're already overlooking the match. You know? I don't know, Brian. What do you think? Um, that's the thing right there. What happens after the match? I'm ready for the Carmelo Hayes era to begin. <laughs> so uh, you know, Braun did okay. We you know, we talked about it on the first few episodes. There was this high with him, and then it just, like, leveled off. So I'm ready to see what Melo got because he don't miss. He don't. He do, he does not miss. Also, he'll be at Wally Mania uh, yeah. on Thursday. That's advertised. That's, Every, I'm not spoiling anything. Everybody's <laughs> going to be at Wally Mania. Who's not going to be at Wally Every, Mania is the real question. One of the people who's going to be at Wally Mania, I actually just walked in the room, Stat Guy Greg. <laughs> welcome. This is a, this is a all-star-studded This is a star studded uh, show we got here. Is this Wednesday Worldwide? Am I finally oh, it is. my Wednesday Worldwide? Yeah, but it's not, debut? it's not your, it's not actually your debut. You've, you've been on They Said What. Uh, but, but <laughs> this is your, uh, your proper debut, right. I guess you could say. Right. Uh, but before we get out of here, let's look at tonight's AEW Dino. Let's, and we'll go around the horn. We'll, we'll get Greg in on this too. What's the one thing you're looking forward to most on tonight's card? Brian, what do you got? Adam Cole, baby. There you go. Yep. Cal? Oh, gosh. I think if Blackpool Combat Club is going to be beating people up like they did last week, I want to see that happen again. The Dalton Castle and the boys. Fair. I'm sorry. (laughs) They put it on TV. I watch it. Dave, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, it's Adam. It's got to be Adam Cole. So that's mine, too. How is this not a bigger deal, by the way? Yeah. Like, how are they not promoting the hell out of this thing? Daniel Garcia, right? Probably. Is that the... Damn. Yeah, it's, it's him. Oh, wow. Well. You could have built this... The, you know how they have Build their... Build Cole. Yeah, like, the TV we... pay-per-view specials. Like, those big AEW shows that's on free TV. That's what I felt like this should have been built towards. You know what I mean? Like a but battle I, for the belts or yeah, something, like, something that? like that? Maybe there's justifiable... Can, not concern. Maybe they... I mean, maybe they... they you They're know... a little bit skittish. The, maybe he... Reason. Maybe... Yeah, well, maybe he's not at you know, debut 100%. on a major show sort of level. And and honestly, this is a damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because right. if they if they brought him back as like a freaking, you know, Hulk Hogan coming in to make the save or whatever, it would be just, it, people would be just like, oh, they're over pushing Adam Cole again, which right. they would be, you know. So it, it'll be it'll be tough. Jeff, did somebody even say Jeff Cobb? No, no, no one said Jeff Cobb. We got Cobb and Omega. Cobb and Omega. That's gonna be, yeah. It's it's I, it, it'll be a banger. I don't know if it's gonna be a, a Omega Vikingo in terms of uh, clip mania on uh, the Twitter afterwards, <laughs> but uh, it should be a banger. It might though. Cobb, uh, Cobb is a powerhouse. Cobb so does his thing. It won't be like flippy stuff, but it'll be yeah. it'll be different. It'll be nasty, yeah. and, and and it's for I believe it's for the IWGP US title. So uh, no, nah, I'm, I'm here for it. Here for it. How about Vikingo though? Like a great way to get into this week's um, this weekend's festivities. I tried like, to t- having that. I match. tried to tell y'all last. <laughs> that was week, that was actually yeah. Cal's pick I tried last to week. Tell so you. Mm-hmm. he was uh he he knew he knew. And I'm seeing him like advertise all over Los Angeles for all the different indie shows. That's right, because I, right. I believe it's him, Commander, are, are mm-hmm. going to be wrestling for the Triple uh, A Mega Title at. Is it Supercard of Honor? I think it's at the, the Ring of Honor show. Um, but that match is definitely happening. But I mean, if you, the funny thing was that 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 move that he did to Omega through the table, he did that at a show. It had to be like a month ago, and it was on Instagram. If you were on Instagram, there mm-hmm. were a couple of different accounts that had that move already. I was kind of surprised they pulled it out, but I'm glad that they did it uh, because I I was I was just waiting for the timeline, and it was everything was. That I, I shouts to people making it through that match and not realizing that uh, flippy people can't just flip. They got to <laughs> set the moves up. So, yeah, but like I, it's it that you can tell who's not been watching other pro wrestling. Oh, I'm, okay. hey, I there mean, it is. I mean, wow. I'm. I'm it, <laughs> So so what's going to happen, Cal, is people are going to come up to you at Tom's Bar and they're going to say, Cal, I need to take a selfie with you because I watched all those matches no, you told that's me to watch. Do- no, it's dope. You put them on. The, the, the thing is, is 
Like I, I like I know what I have to do. Like I, I have to edit Phil Schneider. So when oh, Phil Schneider yeah. sends the match, you have to go find where the guy is and find the clip, and and you learn about this stuff. And and you can only you can only learn and know how this stuff works by putting in the hours. And if you don't do the work, you're not going to understand why. My man's got to take a pause before he hits the springboard off the separate... I mean, come on. As someone who previously edited Phil Schneider, it is a blessing that that is a top-of-the-week piece. Because if that if he submitted that on Monday and you had three days to edit it, you would spend all three days in freaking <laughs> wrestling rabbit holes. Yep. It is bonkers how how deep you can go. You can. And yeah. the less accessible the thing is, a, a, ma- a match or a show is, the more time you spend just going down weird YouTube 100%. and Twitter rabbit holes, man. A hundred percent. Guys, that is how you do Wednesday. Be sure to check out our other Ringer Wrestling Show offerings as we are coming to you every single day of the week. We've got the Mass Man Show with David Shoemaker and Kaz, who actually just walked in the room. Fans in the building. On Mondays and Thursdays. Kaz, ahead of people. Hey, people. Uh, I'm plugging. <laughs> I'm doing the plugs. I'm doing nice the plugs. and what in Los Angeles. weekends on to wet start. Let's do it. We've got Cheap Heat on Tuesdays and Fridays with Peter Rosenberg, Stack Guy Greg, and Dip. And you'll find Wednesday Worldwide smack dab in the middle on, you guessed it, Wednesdays. If you're not already, be sure to follow us, subscribe, and hit us with those five-star ratings here on the Ringer Wrestling Show feed. And it's WrestleMania week. Yeah, we get to see the people. We've got a bunch of special things planned here on the Ringer Wrestling Show. As, As we mentioned earlier, the entire crew. Mm-hmm. It's actually out here in LA. We're recording. I think 90% of us are in this room right now. It's getting, it's getting real warm. It is yeah, it warm. It's very, it's very, very warm. Uh, we're taking in all the festivities before WrestleMania, actually WrestleMania. If you see us out in these rest, in these wrestling streets, come say what's up. Come say hi. And, and definitely come by Thursday, tomorrow, March 30th, Tom's Watch Bar in LA Live from 5 to 7 p.m. And then walk, walk over with us. To the Novo for Wale Mania, right, right around the corner. Cal, Brian, we'll get you in, but we can get you to the door. Oh yeah, we can. <laughs> we'll show you where it is. Yeah, make sure you got your tickets yeah, for real. Buy your tickets. Buy it. Uh, Cal, Brian, tell the people where they can find you on the socials. Hey man, at, at Cal on Twitter, at Cal Double on Instagram. You know what time it is. Man, follow me at Brian H Waters Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and just stay tuned because I'm gonna be tweeting away. Yeah, at Cruise Control. Uh, Instagram on and and Twitter that's Control the K. David Shoemaker. By the way, thank you for joining us Thanks again for having me, guys. on this Wednesday Worldwide. We, we know you have a very busy schedule this week, and, and so we appreciate you taking <laughs> the time. You made the schedule. I have. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I know. That's why I know. <laughs> that's why I know exactly how busy your schedule is. So, anything you want to plug aside from no, just we- listen to this feed. We're gonna be doing fun stuff all week. Big shout out to to Kerm for for producing the episode so here. He's also here in person. You got, you heard him on the show earlier. Stack guy Greg, Kaz, thanks for coming in the studio. Uh, Gentlemen, thank you for the grab chat. We will catch you next week and this week here on Wednesday Worldwide. Worldwide!